live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 12 minutes after 5 on Wisconsin's Morning News. I'm seeking your advice on this. Do you ever have a return? Like it's something you want to return or something was wrong with a product okay. or whatever. Yeah. And obviously you want your money back, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Because I would like to, I say all the time, I'd like to be in a position in life where I can shrug my shoulders at 50 or 60 bucks, but I ain't can't, there just, yet, right? I just can't do that. No, and then for a lot of people, it's the principle of it. Of course. Something was defective or something happened, and I like, want to fight for what is, what is right. But you start to invest a certain amount of time in that, and then you start doing the math in your head of like, for what I'm trying to recover here, how much per hour am I? <laughs> yeah, time is, is money. My, right? It's a great point. So... And one of these third-party vendors that handle the financing for the fitness club I belong to, okay. right? So, you know, they just, you give them a card, and then every month your little fee comes out, and then once a year they take your little fee out, okay? Well, a couple of weird charges popped up that are not part of that normal thing. So I start with the club. They're like, that's not us. So you got to call the this company that we the use. vendor. Okay, so I call them and spend God knows how long on hold waiting for a guy of course. who was as helpful as he could have been, but he's like, I... I know what you're asking me. I can't do that from here. You need to send us an email, and you need to send some documentation. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so then I send, we're talking about 60 bucks total. And just random fees. Yeah, just a couple of things popped up, and I'm like, this is for nothing, and that's for nothing. Like, I paid my annual fee. I paid my monthly yeah. fee. What is this? Club can't say. They're like, I, I don't know. We didn't do that. So did you send the note yet? So then I go, and I find the email. I find my little number or whatever. I screenshot all the stuff they wanted to see where it was withdrawn yeah. for the bank i send it in wait three to five business days after like six plus business days they're saying oh, uh yeah well that's probably your annual fee and your whatever i'm like it's no, not no no we talked about this <laughs> right yes so now i'm at the bank stage and i like my bank and they say yeah um come on in what we recommend is you cancel your card oh and we'll start the dispute process okay so then what happens when you cancel your card? All the yeah, crap that's tied to that card is done. Then you got to redo everything. So great. Half hour at the bank or whatever to get the new card and they're doing their part. So no problems there. But, you know, now I got a new card. So now I got to go into like Apple and Venmo oh, yeah. and the 9,000 yep. other yeah. ways that we exchange new, money. New change number, the card. all yeah, that right, stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now I get a thing from my bank. Hey, we need you to fill out some paperwork. <laughs> no, get like no. four or five hours on this. I'm about 10 bucks an hour right now for the time I'm investing. I'm going to get that money back. Yeah, you, you, now That's you've right. gotten this far. I mean, I'm a guy who won't pay two bucks to park. So, <laughs> five fifteen on Wisconsin's morning news. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The NFL new league year is here, and quarterback watch in Green Bay is somewhat over. Aaron Rodgers joined the Pat McAfee Show on Wednesday to shed some light on the ongoing situation in Green Bay and what his intentions are heading into 2023. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Now, this came about on Friday, as Rogers just said, according to him. However, heading into his darkness retreat, he was not necessarily leaning towards playing in 2023, but coming out of his retreat, he noticed something had changed. I realized that there had been a little bit of a shift. Um, and that, that uh, I heard from multiple uh, people that I trust uh, around the league, players mostly, 
um, that that there was some shopping going on that that, uh, that they were interested in actually moving me. And at this point, you know, I, I got to admit, I went in the darkness, ninety percent retiring, ten percent playing. That's where my my mind was. My mind was I'm I'm tireless. I hadn't got back into my workouts yet, and I thought that that was what was best for me. So, how does Rogers feel about the team possibly wanting to move into a new direction? After 15 years of being the starter in Green Bay. We just got to look at the reality. They want to move on. They don't want me to come back, and that's fine. They're ready to move on with Jordan. That's awesome. Yeah. And Jordan's going to be a great player. He's a great kid. He had a really good year this year, getting better, you know, on on the look team. He's got a bright future in front of him. they got a good young team. i got so many great friends on that team that I'm still going to be great friends with. Um, But the fact of the matter is, like, uh, you got a aging, you know, face of the franchise for the last 15 years that, uh, it's time to do, do right by. And, uh, let's just listen to your language. Mark Murphy said it the other day, right? You know, Had a great career. Yeah. If the only way Aaron would be the quarterback is if what we want to happen obviously doesn't happen. Now, the dilemma is not over. According to multiple sources, the Packers are willing to trade Rodgers, but the two sides, the Packers and the Jets, that is, are currently discussing negotiation and compensation. Over to the NBA, where Giannis and company look to keep pace in the East with a home matchup tonight against the Indiana Pacers. Fresh off their playoff clinching win on Tuesday in Phoenix, the Bucks are 21-2 in their last 23 games and lead the Eastern Conference by two and a half games over Boston. But according to head coach Mike Budenholzer, he's still got some areas to improve on. You know, making the playoffs in this league is hard. You should never take anything for granted. And I'm probably, you know, we, we have a, a you know special team and, you know, our focus and our effort and our, you know, kind of desire to just keep getting better. Sometimes just I forget about, you know, celebrating and I need to improve. I need I need to get better. Tip-off is set for 7 p.m. for Bucks and Pacers tonight. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ beginning at 6.30. Probably one of the least productive days in the American economy is upon us. Talk about that next on Wisconsin's Morning News. And the rest of us are watching basketball. That's right. (laughs) It officially starts today. Let's do it. Oh, wait, hold, hold on, hold on. We can't get sued. I don't think we can play that song. So this can is what we, we not? This is what we're legally allowed to play. This is okay. Here we go. <laughs> so yes, basketball is underway today. All kinds of games. The first round of the tournament. So Marquette left yesterday. The men's and the women's. So the men play Friday afternoon, one forty-five. You can hear that on ninety-four-five ESPN. Only one bottom seed has ever unseated a top seed in the first round. It just happened not that long ago. The 16th-seeded University of Maryland Baltimore County Retrievers. Remember that when they beat Virginia? <laughs> happened just a couple of years ago in 2018. A 16-beat one. It's never happened before. Never happened before. Uh, the lowest seed ever to win the tournament was Villanova, 8th ranked. They won back in 1985. And in 2008... That was the first only year that all number one seeds made it to the Final Four. So you have to, when you're filling out your brackets today, if you haven't already, you need to make sure you pick a couple of upsets in there. Right, but then you get down and you start filling it out, and 90% of us who are filling out these brackets have no idea what we're doing. 
<laughs> that's fine. That's right? great. Watch, though. Maybe you watch your team or a couple mm-hmm. things. You yeah. see a little basketball, and then here you are, and all of a sudden you're supposed to pick the winners in 64 games. Not 64. How many games is it, actually? Uh, 64 teams. 68 so, teams, technically, if you count the play-in games. All right, we don't count that. So let's go 64, <laughs> 64 teams, so 32 oh, games in go. the next two days. And, then, and so on and so forth. In, let's see, what year was it? Uh, 2011, VCU and 11th seed made the Final Four. That barely ever happens. Do you know who is coaching that VCU team? Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart, that's right. Now he is leading the two-seeded Marquette Golden Eagles again on Friday. Broadcasting history. NBC first began broadcasting the tournament in 1969. CBS bought the rights in 1982. March Madness began... Brent Musburger uttered the phrase. <laughs> he coined it back in 1982. He kind of said March Madness once, and then it stuck. Then it got copyrighted all over the place. <laughs> right, so now you can't really say that in promotional reasons. But you can still say it in newscasts, so we can get away with saying, hey, March Madness, but we can't sponsor it, if you will. So if we were having a contest here, you know, hey, send us your brackets and you'll win, you know, whatever, then we can't call it March Madness mm-hmm. because that's tied to a promotional or some sort of Thing that promotes us and our product in association illegally with it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Millions and millions and millions of hours and money will be wasted with the tournament starting today. That according to productivity experts, I'm not sure how they quantify this stuff, but apparently they say a lot of money gets wasted by companies because none of us are actually working. We're just watching TV. Can confirm. You should have seen the group upstairs watch, watching the Aaron Rodgers thing. We had a large group watching Rodgers. What, 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 how big is that screen? Like 100 inches? It's pretty, yeah. It's, it's got to be close. Big. Was there cheering? Was there booing? No, yeah, that's you know a good what? Question. I went up there just to, to sample it, yeah. see what's going on. It was dead. There was like no reaction. It, it, let me ask you, how did you feel watching that yesterday? Meh. I had mixed emotions. I had mixed emotions. Meh. That's probably what they had upstairs. Yeah, it's it was. Different, it's different. It had, we had not such a long run up right. to it. It was sort of an anti-climax. Yeah. I don't know. I'm different on it. I was a little, I was a little upset last night. I get upset. it. Okay. I, get it. I may have shed a tear or two. I get it. Well, we have three and a half more hours to break it down. 526 <laughs> on Wisconsin's Morning News. News a bunch of money this morning in the WTMJ Annex Wealth Management Market Update. Dow Jones Industrial Average at 31,879. The NASDAQ at 11,434. The S&P 500 post trading Wednesday to 3892. Get on track with investment and retirement planning. Visit AnnexWealth.com and click on the Get Started button today. Yeah, the drums, they swing low. And the trumpets, they go. Five forty-two on Wisconsin's morning news. True to his promise, Wisconsin State Assembly Speaker Robin Voss did roll out legislation in Madison that would expand and clarify abortion law in Wisconsin. I think there are things that should be common sense. They should be middle ground, um, and that's why we're here today to make sure we can try to find them. Well, too far already for many pro-lifers. Not far enough for pro-choice advocates, and already it is dead on arrival. <laughs> and yep. here's Madison, right? <laughs> I mean, even on the, Lemmy Hughes says, nope, not going to make a vote on this right. in the state Senate. The governor had already said and said again yesterday, nope, not going to vote, not going to sign off on this. So a little bit more about what is in the legislation. Um, while abortion, even under the original ban from 1849, is legal when the health of the mother is at stake, this legislation clarifies exactly what that means, which is a welcome development from medical providers who've expressed frustration over the status uh, here's State Representative Rachel Cabral-Guevara. 
She is a Republican of Appleton and also a nurse practitioner. As a nurse practitioner, I have received numerous emails and calls and interactions with other providers throughout the state that struggle with the way that the current statutes are written and what do these definitions mean. So the legislation also allows for exceptions in the case of rape and incest. So to the politics now, as you indicated, Eric, dead on arrival, even if we're to pass the, the assembly. And Speaker Voss says he does believe it has the votes in the assembly. But Republican Majority Leader Devin Lemmy, who says he won't call it for a vote in his chamber. Democratic Governor Tony Evers wants a full repeal of the abortion ban, restoring rights afforded under Roe v. Wade. He wouldn't sign a bill for anything less. So here we sit. (laughs) So, and then, of course, we have this election coming up in three weeks, which also plays a role in everything as well. Well, that's just it. And the original law is already being challenged in court. It will, everyone believes, ultimately find its way to the state Supreme Court, where you have Justice Dan Kelly on the conservative side. If he gets elected in April, the court remains 4-3 conservative and expected to defeat that challenge or reject the challenge, if you will. Judge Janet Protosiewicz has all but signaled definitively that she's poised to overturn the law. So you know, we wait for April and the court's challenge to work its way through any resolution. But I just, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, like, how this would work anyway. How, how can you uh, say abortion will work in cases of rape? I mean, what, what defines rape? A conviction? I mean, and that doesn't happen in 12 weeks. Uh, you know, a conviction for rape or something like that takes years oftentimes. So like, have to how look, would you even dictate? Right, further into what's actually in the legislation, perhaps at the very least a police report, which, mm. again, some of the folks who are pro-choice and advocates uh, for women who've been abused say there's not always a police report, so that's not reliable. Yeah. Understanding the, the complexities of the argument on all sides. The thing that's interesting, though, is you know, as it appears now where we're headed with both sides with all their eggs in the April 4th election basket. And that's how this is ultimately going to end. 545 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Polar Plunge for Special Olympics Wisconsin is Saturday at the lakefront. This is crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. How's the water? Exhilarating. Supporters, including Eric and me, we will run into the icy lake in support of our athletes. I've done the polar plunge lots of times. Then that sound you recorded the last time? That was me. (laughs) Might as well have been. (laughs) You've never done it, right? I've never done it. Man, it's... Well, now, the lake is a little different. I've only done where we jump into a pool. And it splashes up, and okay. so you're in the pool, you're out, whatever. But So you have that moment of just... See, I just feel like when it's 30 degrees outside, and you're running into a lake, which is a touch warmer, like I almost feel no. like it could be no, nice. It be. No, it's no not way. nice. Well, I want to introduce you to a woman <laughs> no way, who's about to take her 10th polar plunge with us on Saturday, and she is plunging with a purpose. Two, one... Jackie Infault has been polar plunging for years. I believe it's 10 years. This will be 10 years. A retired cop, Jackie, and her fellow law enforcement officers support the plunges and Special Olympics Wisconsin athletes throughout the year. Track and field, when you come in for the opening ceremony, lights and sirens, like, (laughs) they go nuts. I feel like it's the real Olympics. You know, like, we're going in, saying each city and what part of the state we're from and stuff. And I always bring like flags, the United States flags for our team from Hartford. And I just consider it our Olympics. In more ways than one, Jackie's daughter, Stephanie, 
is a Special Olympics athlete. She participates in bowling, track, basketball skills, uh, wearing cornhole now. For the thousands of athletes statewide with intellectual disabilities who compete in Special Olympics, yeah, it's sports, but it's also community. It's so much fun seeing how they interact with each other and how they just love spending time with each other. This way they get to know more kids and they get to have more fun. And so we plunge, taking an icy dip to fundraise and support our athletes. I'm kind of excited to try Lake Michigan again this year. You are? I'm not at all excited (laughs) about that experience. (laughs) It is going to be cold, yes. But luckily we can change very quickly. At least I got it down. Remember, I was in the Army, so I know how to change very quickly. And so an army of supporters will dive into Lake Michigan on Saturday. It shows that we care about them, that we want to help raise money for their athletics, for their champ for their, their their ribbons and their medals and their competitions. It shows that the community is involved and that we are giving each other, you know, our time and effort. And for a moment, sacrificing our warmth and our sanity. Vince Petrano, WTMJ News. So that's what you're getting into, E. Hope you like it. That'll be great. <laughs> Can't wait. You know, another thing Jackie wanted to share, she started a new thing where she lives in Hartford, and they talked with the fire department. They call it the polar spray. They've done it for two years now. Fire department just gets out there and hoses people down. <laughs> See, that sounds worse <laughs> to <Doesn't> me. <laughs> but she said they've raised $13,000 oh, in great. that, so they're hoping that folks in other communities will talk with their local fire departments, see if that can catch on somewhere else well i just got back from swimming in the pool and the water was cold Uh, (laughs) you mean shrink it yes so for us on saturday the big day text the word cares 855-616-1620 make it worth our while we'll send you a link to our fundraising page you can join the team if you want to jump with us still time to sign up or you stay warm and dry and support Special Olympics Wisconsin through your generous donations. WTMJ Cares, grateful also for the proud support of Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. If you want to listen to our extended interviews on the topic, we'll have that up for you on the podcast page as well. It's up on our website, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Business headlines up next. They're sponsored by Old National Bank. Get old. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Teddy Nichol. Ruby's Bagels plans to open its first brick-and-mortar location on West Oklahoma Avenue on Milwaukee's south side. The local business started as a pop-up and then expanded to a food truck in the Zocalo Food Park in Walker's Point. A waste management company with a recycling plant in Germantown is upgrading that facility to better satisfy the demand for products made with recycled materials. Manufacturers are increasingly looking to purchase recycled materials to use when making new products. Milwaukee Bucks player Pat Connaughton is growing his local real estate development firm, and the company moved into a new office near Deer District earlier this year. The firm specializes in building apartments and has projects underway in Shorewood, Milwaukee, West Allis, and more. I'm Teddy Nykow with MilwaukeeBusinessJournal.com on News Radio WTMJ.